You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast. Your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of Arosu Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking the time out to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Got another love nugget coming your way today, guys, or this evening, I should say. But before we do, something really, really cool happened in between the last time I got on here and talked to you guys. And that thing is uh, shared via social media. So some of you may know, but the Quality of Love podcast had recently ranked at 185 in the top podcasts and relationships category in the entire world, right? So you guys can probably hear it in, the, in my voice, but that that that's huge for us. That's a big deal. We're six heading into seven months into the podcast and we're ranking globally. We're getting a ton of listeners. So I, I do have to preface this, this love nugget by saying thank you guys so very much. Please continue to download, listen, and subscribe. We've also been getting some amazing feedback recently, not only on the Narcissist Insight, but just in general on just quick tips. We've been having our podcast share just a ton of really, really good stuff, basically, is what I'm getting at. So I want to say thank you and please continue to like, share, subscribe, download, give us feedback on things that you might want to see as we continue to try to climb the charts. And most of all, and most importantly to us at The Quality of Love, deliver you guys sound, practical advice that you can apply right away for your life. Now that I've gotten the gratitude and all that good stuff out of my system, I came across a really, really fascinating infographic the other day um, that I got a shared, uh, an associate of mine shared it with me, and I just thought it was extremely profound. And the infographic came from a woman by the name of Terry Real. That's T-E-R-R-Y-R-E-A-L, and she's a master social worker. Or I should say she has a master in social work as well as a licensed clinical social worker. Um, in the infographic, it, it, the title was how trauma can affect adult relationships. And it really, really caught my eye because recently I was having a conversation with one of my friends and we were talking about how a lot of the relationships that we have in our childhood play out into adulthood. But it's on a subconscious level. It's not something that we're, we're thinking about or it's not something that's typically um, at the forefront of our mind when we start to see some of the same patterns and behaviors. And I came across this infographic once again titled How Trauma Can Affect Adult Relationships. And it broke it down really, really well. And I was compelled to share this with you guys. I thought it was phenomenal. It it gave me a different perspective on some things I was thinking about that I'll share with you guys after I give you the breakdown, right? So the idea of the infographic is that there's three parts of our psyche, right? So there's three parts of our psyche um, that we developed throughout childhood and eventually carry these relationships onto our adult relationships, right? So number one is the wounded child, right? So the wounded child was someone who was wounded abused or neglected by an adult 
during the early, early stages of their life when they should have been nurtured and protected, um, they were taking advantage of in some way, shape or form. Right. The idea of the wounded child is this child is a young, vulnerable child that needs the adult or an adult to protect them and provide for them in a proper way. As this person becomes older and grows, they're often overwhelmed with emotion, yet long for connection. So this is that person that that tells you, oh, um, I want to be around friends or I want to be in a relationship or I want to really, really kind of connect with you and be with you. And then when you guys actually connect, they're very, very standoffish. And it's not because they want to be standoffish. It's because they don't or have not acquired the skills to be able to have the proper healthy connections later on in life, right? Much of, and this is once something that I highlighted in my um, findings and looking at this infographic, most of the child work or most work in adulthood, therapy, um, mental health, any type of setting is focused on the wounded child, but it is in fact not the wounded child that's the most dysfunctional in a relationship. Once again, I'll say that again. A lot of work. So when we talk about when I say work to be specific, I'm talking about mental health work, therapy, um, that things along those lines. A lot of the work is focused on the wounded child. Right. But studies recently have shown that the wounded child is not the individual that brings most dysfunction to a relationship. The wounded child in adult relationship is typically someone that's submissive, someone that does not advocate for themselves and someone that kind of goes along with what their partner is saying. And that's typically OK for one partner. Right. If, if someone's going to be submissive, if someone's going to just go along, people will use them and use you um, to their advantage. And that piece is important because, as I reiterated before, this conversation was sparked between a friend and I, and I kept saying, hey, maybe you have wounded child syndrome. Maybe you have a sort of wounded child issue going on, and that's causing dysfunction in your relationships now and will continue to cause dysfunction in your relationships in the future. When in fact, I was absolutely wrong because I think that they fall more along the lines of the second psyche or the second part to the psyche. And that part is the adaptive child. And what that is, according to Terry Real, is a child version of an adult that developed to protect the wounded child, right? So this is who you thought you had to develop and become in order to protect your your child or your psyche, right? Or in order to essentially compartmentalize a lot of the abuse and neglect that you experienced as a child, right? So when we talk about the adaptive child, they're very, very self-critical, right? This person tends to be a perfectionist. And when they make a mistake, it's all or nothing, right? This is a very black and white type of person. They do not see gray. It's either I'm very, very successful or I'm a failure. This is also an older version of a child, right? So when we talk about this, this adaptive child, they typically are more mature, seeming more mature than the wounded child. But in fact, they aren't. And the reason they aren't more mature than the wounded child is because they, the adaptive child cannot acquire skills and learn them and adapt them and adjust to their relationships. We talk about the adaptive child. That person views intimacy as a threat and they only care about self-preservation, right? So what that means essentially is that the adaptive child, or if you get stuck in that second part of your psyche, you live a very, very reactive life. 
And as I've said before on this podcast, it's going to be very, very tough to um, have healthy long term relationships when we're in a reactive phase. Right. Or we're constantly reacting to something that's going on. And remember, you are 100 percent in control of the way you react or respond no matter what happens externally. Right. So that adaptive child becomes reactive. And in a lot of cases, they become aggressors in the relationship. Right. So it's it's their way of, of taking control. So if you've ever been in a situation in which you um, felt like someone was getting really close to you and you felt like you had to snatch your power back, there's a pretty good chance that you've experienced the adaptive child phase because intimacy is an absolute no-no for you because you have to protect your feelings and you have to protect that wounded child. The last part of the three-part psyche is the functional adult, right? When we talk about the functional adult, this is someone who is able to make thoughtful and rational decisions, someone who mature and understands the new, understands the nuances of life and is also forgiving, right? Understanding that, like I've said before, people have strong emotions. We are not the only people that experience strong emotions. So be forgiving and understand that some people get into their emotional side of their brain and they can't quite get out of it. They also understand imperfection and particularly their imperfection, right? So they understand the areas in which they need to improve and the areas in which they're flawed. They can also make sense of the trauma that they've experienced and apply it to new relationships, right? So we've all experienced trauma in some way, shape or form. The person that's become the functional adult is able to understand the trauma they've experienced and apply it to their new relationships with the understanding that this person that's in front of you, that you're developing a relationship or even that you have a relationship with is not your mom, is not your dad, is not that person that left you wounded, abused, or neglected. And then finally, when we talk about the functional adult, this person is adaptable and can learn plus use new skills, right? Plenty of people can learn skills. It's about being able to use them, which makes you a functional adult, right? So I wanted to share that love nugget with you guys today because I've often thought of some of my clients and even myself in some cases as a wounded child in my new relationships. And that was the reason why I struggled so much early on in life with relationships when in fact, now that I have, excuse me, this new information, I would say that I was more along the lines of the adaptive child in my previous relationships, constantly thinking of ways in which I can preserve my own psyche um, and preserve my own negativity and preserve my own actions, right? So that's where I was. I'd love to hear where you guys think you are or any feedback in general on this infographic because it, it, it's fascinating. You guys know this about me. I love neuroscience. I love um knowing that thought processes and ideas and patterns can change. So feel free to hit us up at TQLP20 at gmail.com. Once again, that email address is TQLP20 at gmail.com. Or you guys are more than welcome to hit us up on our Facebook page, The Quality of Love Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. And remember, as always, guys, the quality of love and relationships that you guys have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.